What's up, guys? It's episode 345. Welcome back to the show. I slow up. No, I don't take I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement. I don't ever slow up. No, I don't take I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up and Hi, what's up? Okay, so this is going to be an audio only episode. And let me just bring you in to my world right now. Uh, Full transparency. I'm on that end of the month content creator crunch. Okay, I'm sitting here with a lot of shit to do. (laughs) And I committed. This is my this was my content month. This was my content machine month. And I committed to my Patreon. And speaking of Patreon, I'm going to plug it in the beginning of the episode. Let's do it. Patreon.com slash TJMS is now live. It's $5 a month. It's where you can see my behind the scenes exclusive content of my life. Corey, he's in the vlogs. He's in the content too. He was on the last podcast for Patreon that I recorded. So uh, head over to patreon.com slash TJMS and go sign up right now. Like I said, it's uh, it's a window into my life in a different way. Like I was talking to him this morning after the gym. I was like, I think I should straight up talk about like, I know I tell you everything on this podcast, but there are some heavy graphic. No, I don't want to say graphic. There are some heavy topics that I don't touch. And I'm thinking about talking about them there. And I also want to do like fun OG YouTube tags and like old YouTube beauty vlogs and video, you know, that kind of shit. Cause I really like making those videos. Like today, the episode, the Patreon bonus episode that's coming out today is going to be literally me sitting in front of my camera doing my makeup with no mirror. Cause I just want to do that and I think it'd be fun. <laughs> so, anyways, patreon.com slash TJMS, two bonus podcasts and one vlog a month. Go check it out. Sign up right now. Uh, Yeah, but speaking of the content creator crunch, like we went to Charlotte. This whole episode is going to be recapping our trip to Charlotte, our little weekend getaway. And I vlogged the entire thing. I'm sitting on like, I don't know how much footage to edit, but I've got that. I have my Patreon bonus episode to record today and this Charlotte fucking... (laughs) what's it called this this charlotte recap podcast and holy shit we're doing a weekend trip this weekend to um we're going up to la tomorrow for Corey's going golfing with his friends and i'm gonna like hang out at the pool at it's sherwood golf resort course whatever a sherwood sherwood country club i don't know i think it's like tiger woods favorite country club or favorite golf course so I'm super excited about that but like I know I'll be at the pool with my goddamn laptop <laughs> being a little content editor uh biznatch because and like with I, I hate being that person but I feel like I'm it's got to be done um and you know shout out to Alex Cooper I feel like you know I really look up to the my fellow podcast hosts out there and I have a feeling like she gives because she posts a lot of like Instagram pics and videos and like behind the scenes on her stories all the time I really get a sense that she's like constantly with a laptop sitting on the couch like with her friends like when there's like a social outing she's like there with her laptop editing because she fucking does that I'm pretty sure call her daddy is like completely edited by by her and like she does everything for it um 
So anyways, I feel like, I don't know. She's like my little motivation right now. <laughs> right. Or I don't, I, I don't want to feel bad. Like, that's the thing. Like I want to be present. I want to have a good weekend. I want to like hang out with people and, um, I, I will, but I might have to, maybe I'll edit in the hotel or something. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's what I love to do. That The thing is, it's like, it's not a chore. I actually love doing it. So, um, yay. That's what's up. That's my little life story right now. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> another month, another month. Uh, it's crazy. Like July is here. July, my birthday. Okay. Life updates real quick. My birthday. I said, we're going to LA tomorrow. My birthday is next Friday. I'm, uh, I'm off. I don't work that day. So that's great. Birthday's next Friday. I'll probably record a podcast on that day. Knowing me, I will probably record on my birthday. Um, so that's what's up. Wait, birthday next Friday. Then we're going to Hawaii the week after we're going to Maui with Corey's family. Then, um, we're going, Corey has a golfing tournament we're doing that after that and then I think my mom and sister are visiting me or they I think late July anyways July is pretty full for me um so it's all about finding that striking that balance right like striking that like living your life being present maintaining healthy positive relationships and like not focusing on work all the time and then also focusing on work um all the time it's such a, it's a lot it's a lot I'm really feeling the yeah, what I keep calling it the content creator crunch. I mean, I don't know how people do it because you guys have to know if you're if you're new here, I work a full time job and I do this and I'm a dog mom and I'm a fiance. OK, I'm taking taking care of the house like all the time and like cooking, cleaning, you know, I'm doing all that stuff. Um, and I literally looked at Corey last night. I was like, like laying next to him. I'm like, I get why bajillionaires hire staff to do everything. Cause like you can, if you have someone doing all that, I mean, I love cooking, cleaning. I love, I honestly do. But if you had someone to do all that, like you could just focus on your work and that would relieve a lot of t- like time. What? Oh my God. This is not the episode I wanted to make today. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, fucking my, f- okay. Life update. My iPhone storage is full. I need a new iPhone. I need to go to the iPhone store today, but like, ugh, I don't think I have time to do that. Um, I'm wearing blue light blocker glasses. As you know, maybe like 10 episodes ago, I started noticing that my eyes were going out. Like my, they're going fuzzy. Um, Like I could, when I'd watch basketball games or football games with Corey on the TV, the, I couldn't read the score. It was that bad. Like I couldn't read the fine print on the TV and I was like, holy shit. So um, it's still not great, but I've been wearing these blue blue light blockers for like a week and I definitely feel like less strained when I look at screens. I don't know. Like I feel like it's actually working. Also, um wait, I just got a text. Someone's heading to Oh. Oh my god. Some I have some hot gossip I can't talk about publicly on this podcast. I wish I could. Um maybe I'll save that for the Patreon. I'll just gossip about all of our social, like our friends and so, I don't know, social life on my Patreon. That'd be, see that you just don't, you don't air that out. That's just, you know what I mean? Like some stuff you just don't talk about. Um, holy fuck. So I'm also wearing corded. 
I should I restart? Should I press the restart button? I want to talk. I also like I was about to tell you I'm wearing wired headphones. Okay. I'm one of those bitches now. Like I also have ear problems. <laughs> Sight, ear. And like Corey thinks I have like I'm losing my hearing a little bit or like it's not as strong as his because when we when we watch TV like if a normal volume would be 30 I need it to be at like 60 to to like fully hear it and yeah so I obviously know the benefits of using wired versus wireless earbuds I I still use earbuds at the gym but like when I'm around the house because I'm constantly listening to podcasts when I'm doing stuff here I'm wired. I have this little fanny pack I put on. I stuff my iPhone in that. Cause like nothing I wear has pockets. Like I'm always in like a, I don't even know. Like I'm wearing a t-shirt and like whatever. So I have a fanny pack. I put my iPhone in it and then I put my Apple like OG wired headphones. And those headphones, by the way, are the headphones I recorded my first podcast my first Jacqueline Monroe show podcast on back in t- September 4th 2020 I'm looking at them right now I can never lose those that's where it all started um so that's about it um energy's better health and wellness wise like I know I've talked about having no energy and like feeling um just like chronic fatigue all the time. I don't know. Like I have a doctor's appointment next week and I'm going to talk to her about it, but like this has been a good week energy wise. And guys, I'm really into my tracking my cycle and my phases of my cycle. My, you got your fucking, (laughs) you got menstruation. Okay. You got what's the one after that? Ovulation, luteal. No, there's one other one. What's first? Luteal menstruation gestation (laughs) what's ovulation what comes before ovulation I should know this like I feel like that's like the most wait fuck it I don't know like I'm tracking it and I'm noticing patterns with my energy and I feel like duh and I Corey we sat down and talked about this because it kind of is a it's a problem my tiredness um he and I I sat down with him and I was like what I need help like I need to figure this out and he's like the I think the problem is we get into bed at like nine but we don't go to sleep until like 10 30 11 sometimes 11 30 because we're just like up watching tv we're on our phones so he's like Jacqueline you need to get into bed like get into bed at 8 30 and fall asleep by like 9 9 30 don't bring your phone like these are obvious tips and tricks for like how to have better sleep but I've been doing that all week and I and I'm checking my apple watch every day and it's like seven hours and 45 minutes or like eight hours straight and I'm like fuck yeah and I feel better so that's great let's talk about Charlotte let's get in to the city that the first city in a while that I've visited that I would love to go back to and I'd be excited to go back to because um, most of the time when I travel it's like I have so many texts coming up on the screen right now it's like clogging my sorry <laughs> um yeah most of the time I visit a city and it's like meh. like where was I I was in San Antonio that sucked um I'm trying to think of other bigger cities I'm saying um I don't know, like Portland sucks. I went there. Um, 
I don't know. It was the kind of city where, let me just get into it. So Corey's got real estate out in Charlotte. He's got a lot of um, projects out there and rentals, all kinds of things. And um, so <laughs> should I, I need to like, hold on. Let me like pause. So anyways, he goes out there like every, a, a couple times a year to check out, to check on everything. And, you know, obviously I'm invited. I go along with this, or with him on this trip. And I loved, this is my new thing with travel. Here's a little tip for you right now. If you're going to a new place and someone's, okay, this is the thing. This is, the, this is the luxury, the luxury lifestyle I fucking live. Well, it's not even, I mean, I feel like it's a luxury because not all guys are like this. In my experience, not all guys are like this. I don't know about you, but like, uh, sometimes I'm not only planning the trip, planning the hotel, planning the car situation, planning reservations, paying for things like I'm, you know, I'm like, he is the, uh, the guy is too, but like, it's, we're doing it together where with Corey, I just go to the airport and I get on the plane. <laughs> he sends me my boarding pass and we go like, it's so fucking nice. So um, my tip for you is if that, if you're in that situation and you can just like get on the plane and just know like, okay, this is the city I'm going to, don't look anything up. Don't look at any pictures of the place. Don't look at the hotel you're staying at. Don't look at anything. Just go in blind and get completely surprised the whole time. And in this day and age of overstimulation and, you know, cause we could, if, if you want, wanted to now, you could go and like tour a city before you get there on your phone like you could see everything so I think it's a nice change of pace when you show up somewhere completely blind and you're like because then you get that firsthand scenery stimulation and you're like "Ooh, I didn't know this is what because I didn't know what Charlotte looked like like I didn't know what the buildings looked like I didn't know how big it was like I didn't know the Panther stadiums right there in the city. I didn't know what the, the trees, oh my God, the fucking trees in Charlotte. Like, um, so it was really cool. And I also did this on our anniversary trip to Catalina Island where he proposed to me. Like I purposely didn't look anything up because I knew we were getting on a ferry and I thought, how cool would it be to get on this ferry sit my little ass down the seat and look out the window at the water and then all of a sudden an island pops up in the distance and I have no clue what it looks like you know what I mean and that's what I did it was the funnest fucking thing ever so that's my main main uh tip for you my travel tip if if you can just don't look anything up like yeah maybe you plan the hotel fine sure maybe you get the rental car sure but like as far as sites and stuff like just figure it out when you get there it's way more fun and that's what I think so let's just talk about the pre-flight experience we flew American okay we show up at the San Diego International Airport I'm I'm getting anxious okay I don't know what's gotten into me and I hate this about myself because I used to be so chill about flying and I just like now I'm like anxious on the you know during the uber ride to the airport or however we like we had a friend drop us off I'm like anxious on the way the night before I'm fine but like as soon as I know we're like going to the airport I start getting nervous I get to the airport and I start getting even more nervous and then obviously on the plane I'm even more nervous and then takeoff is the worst 
takeoff is the fucking worst for me now I used to not care hate it now I hate hearing the engine when I'm in the plane so I literally have to blast something in my ear as loud as possible because I don't like to notice the noise like getting louder or quieter because I all whenever I hear it get quieter I feel like the engine's turning off so um yeah I have to do a lot now okay and let's just get into this because it's been a bit of a mental uh tug of war for me or battle because I don't okay I grew up with alcohol being an issue in my household and as an adult now like I I, I'm trying to do everything I don't have to try like I typically like um you know until recently I have talked about my cons- consumption I'm like drinking more than I ever have and I blame that on the shit weather here in San Diego <laughs> the depressing weather no I'm kidding like I also drink when it's good weather so like I don't know whatever so I I just get worried about myself if, if it's like 10 a.m and I'm getting on a flight I'm like why if I I told Corey, I was like, I don't want, I, I feel bad. Like, I feel like I shouldn't do this. I feel like I shouldn't lean on this to feel better or like have a better flight experience. But like, I just need a fucking drink right now. <laughs> I don't take drugs. Like I know, I know people get on the plane with like Xanax or like whatever, but I like, I just knew I'd feel better. So I got a Bloody Mary. Okay. This nice woman at the little restaurant bar restaurant by the, the gate. She's like, uh, this is the best bloody mary you'll ever had and i said oh, you'll you'll ever have and i said great let's let's do it Corey got a beer he's trying to be nice he's like got a drink with me which is nice because i would feel i don't know like if i'm the one drinking he's not i don't i have i i am <laughs> i do have uh i'm talking to someone i'm gonna that's that's another thing i'm gonna start doing in like in the next few weeks um make an appointment with my guy uh, out on the east coast this virtual like psychiatrist therapist I don't know what he is psychologist guy I talk to because I have a lot of like fear with alcohol because of my dad okay and maybe I'll get on that that could be an entire podcast for patreon um and recently I've been like cons- more and more concerned because like I've been drinking a little more than I used to like socially obviously like I'm not sitting with a big six-pack alone like putting it back at 8 a.m. or whatever like alcoholics do but um yeah like for some reason I'm I'm feeling like anxiety about drinking and I'm like oh my god I'm drinking a little more frequently than normal and now I need drinks to get on a plane and then I'm looking around Corey Corey told me I thank god for him he's like look I haven't even talked about Charlotte yet no I haven't I I sort of did um he's like look around you like everyone's doing this you're not alone this is normal like don't think you're you have a problem like it's fine like don't worry he understands like he gets it and then um on the flight back by the way I was like trying not to have a drink so I was like okay I think I can muscle through this because normally what I do in the last couple years that I've had flight anxiety I just suck it up but then I'm miserable the whole time and I'm like gripping my seat I'm freaking out I'm like my stomach's fluttering like it's pretty bad I wish I'm it's so dumb because I know how safe like in the big picture and big perspective of things like planes are pretty fucking safe and um like I used to think that way like oh you know my mom taught me taught me something when I was younger she's like look the pilot's trying to 
the pilot's got a family to go back to like he's not trying to he's trying to he's not trying to die today okay he's gonna do his job really well because he's not you know what I mean so anyways on the flight back I was like trying not to and then I was like Corey could just see the look in my face he's like should we go get a drink and I was like okay yes sorry but yes so that's how the that's how the trip to Charlotte uh North Carolina started okay I'm in the airport and I need a drink but here's where it kind of takes a twist and a in a turn okay with me and Corey so this is like a run-on sentence podcast I literally don't breathe I think I just spit out everything at once holy shit so we got there at a reasonable time to make our flight and by the way I use clear I use clear for the first time where you like show up and you have um like it's like pre-check TSA pre-check but it's clear and you can like get through the line faster so that was great highly recommend clear um I'm a clear girly now okay I'm gonna like I think you know they scanned my eyeballs they took my DNA and they (laughs) pricked my no what did they do they like scan your finger do your eyeballs and like but it was creepy like new questions about like when I scan they scan my ID they it asked me like security questions that were so personal I was like how the fuck do they know this um Anyways, so we did clear, got through the uh, Jesus Christ, security really fast, got a drink. Okay. Well, we got there in a good time, but something about me and Corey is that he likes to be the first person on the plane and I like to be the last person on the plane. Okay. That's where we don't, we're, we're compatible in so many ways or we like get along or, or agree on so many things, but this, the flight getting on the plane thing is like where we don't, it's just we're, we're buttonheads okay so I'm sitting there drinking my Bloody Mary okay I'm looking at the time it's like we're boarding in like 10 minutes okay so I'm like three quarters of the way done with my Bloody Mary flights boarding in 10 minutes I think we're in like the middle to back of the plane so we were one of the first to board our group was and he's getting up he's checking the line he's looking around he's like really like you know trying to make sure like we (laughs) his whole thing is we don't want to check bags he's like this is a full flight I don't want to get on the plane last because we'll probably have to check a bag so I'm like okay but I don't feel this Bloody Mary was light okay I'm not feeling I I was like I need a second drink (laughs) sounds so bad I feel bad saying it's so dumb I'm just like Jacqueline you're normal like don't just fucking just don't overthink it like I typically can just like brush things off and like move forward and like skate through the surface like I don't need to deep think this and overanalyze my drinking consumption or alcohol consumption before a flight but like anyways I was like I need another drink (laughs) so I think I ordered his beer because it was really good so but he was like okay like we need to go though like so um long story short we're not even in Charlotte yet holy shit um we're still at the airport I'm like fucking 30 minutes into this episode we're still at the airport so I'm like drinking this beer as fast as possible we ended up chugging like the last half of it um and we're pretty much like the last people to board board the plane which is what I like to do okay I'm that person the reason why I like to get on the plane literally last is because and I've never had to check a bag which is weird because I feel like, you know how there's overhead space for everyone's uh, carry-on luggage? Like, I've never been in a situation where that's full and there's not a spot for mine. So, 
I wasn't worried. Um, I, I don't like to get on the plane until the last second because it's less time on the plane. It's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, just the less time I can be on the plane, the better. Um, it also, okay. Yeah. So that's my mindset. It's like, why would I rush to get on this plane if I don't have to? If my, I have a seat, I have my little carry-on suitcase. It's going to go above it. There's always room there. And <laughs> so whatever. Um, actually, sometimes there's not room and you have to check it back. So we're like pretty much last in line. Maybe there's like four people behind us. And as we're walking towards the the gate to like get on the plane, this guy's walking towards us and he's got this like sticker thing and he's like, we're checking bags and da da da. What's your name or where are you going or whatever he asked us and I, and Corey just looked at me. He's like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> but I bro, I fucking okay. This is just what it was. I was like, my I, checking a bag isn't the worst. On in uh, in my opinion, like going to the baggage carousel after a flight isn't the worst thing ever. Like if you have time, I understand if you're like if you have places to go and like you're on a time crunch. I get it. Like that sucks, but it's not the worst thing ever. And in that moment, I was just like, all that I told him, I was like, Corey, all that matters right now is me. And me, 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 me. This is all about me right now. I'm freaking out. I hate flying. I needed this drink. I needed the second one because I didn't feel the first one. And let me tell you that second drink worked because I was fine the entire fucking flight. Like, especially in the beginning takeoff, like I, it helped a lot, honestly. So, but I was like, I know you're pissed about checking this baggage, but fuck that. I don't care. It's all about me and my happiness and my peace of mind that we get on this flight safely and I'm not freaking out. And, um, so yeah, was that our first fight? That might've been our first fight. (laughs) We literally don't fight. It's just like little teensy things where I'm like, I just, I'm such a, I feel bad and I feel guilty kind of person for putting anyone out in any way. Like I felt bad, but I was also like, wait, no, I it's, Oh, that's sometimes you got to compromise. And sometimes my little, you know, soul needs uh, a drink <laughs> before I get on a flight. I'm, I'm over this topic. Okay. We get on the flight, American airlines. It's great. We have great seats row, like 33. I'm in the middle. He's on the window. Um, I do a bunch of editing the entire flight and like work and shit and um we show up in Charlotte and I'm trying to think what happened we get off the oh by the way the bags we went to the baggage carousel were right we didn't even have to move they just came right to us so that was great um Charlotte International Airport CLT whatever I think it's every time you see okay the abbreviation for Charlotte is CLT CLT I like people are wearing hats people are wearing t-shirts people are like and all I see is clit like every it's just clit clit there, there needs to be like an h in there c-h-t or c-h-l something I don't know but like everywhere you go it's just C C L T. I'm like clit 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 everywhere you look clit so it's not the greatest airport it's not a, immediately when I got there I was like okay I'm on the East coast or I'm on, I'm in the South. Uh, it was, well, it's the South. It's North Carolina, but, um, it's just different. Okay. The people it just, I'm like, okay, both it, we call it, we Corey and I, we call it the land of like, it was kind of like the, walking through the airport was like looking at the, it was like the sea of fours, the land of fours. 
no one walking around us was above a four or maybe a five pushing it <laughs> a five there's like maybe one five but the the people I mean I mean I live in San Diego okay you go to the San Diego airport everyone's hot okay I don't know like people coming like departing on flights there if you're like walking through I don't know about arrivals but for the most part hot people everywhere we were playing this game I'm like let's find a 10 we couldn't do it the entire fucking trip okay um I vlogged about this we I fucking talked about it on the vlog for Patreon <laughs> the style the clothing choice like the I'm talking about like the the no one it's like no one there wants to be sexy or like look good they all want to cover up wear puffy sleeves floor length dresses it looked like little house on the prairie everywhere we went the guys obviously in the south it's like very like going golfing outfits like polos sperries like little chino shorts like very like you know schoolboy like what's that preppy kind of look it was very preppy the guys dressed that way like every guy had a fucking polo on um like an Alabama polo I don't know they all had like their teams on their polo somewhere um and yeah the girls dressed like it was so weird I'm like the style was just so different than out here and obviously I mean the weather was pretty hot there it was like 87 it was like pushing 90 with humidity um but yeah just no no hot people anywhere it was weird and I guess it <laughs> does that sound fucked up I don't care like that I'm just telling you what I saw coming off the coming off the plane going in the airport rougher crowd um way more di- okay the one thing I did like about Charlotte the diversity okay I appreciate the diversity it San Diego is so goddamn white it pisses me off I'm like it's like I I don't know if this is fuck it whatever I don't I don't like labeling race I don't like saying races I don't know what is okay to say or not to say but like it's refreshing seeing a bunch of black people everywhere like I wish like I'm used to seeing a lot of Mexicans here in San Diego and white people um back in Washington I saw a shit ton of Asians because it was like close to Vancouver and Seattle I feel like has a bunch of Asians there like for jobs and like tech stuff but um yeah when I was in Charlotte I was like this is nice I don't know like that fucked up I, I again I don't even know what I can say I just like seeing black people okay I like their culture I like the way they like dr- even how they fucking dress okay I'll say it dress act talk laugh they're you know what all my favorite people from all my jobs like working retail working at my university they're all black chicks and they're funny as fuck they actually they're actually funny they actually know it's funny they're not they're not focused I feel like in my experience they're just not focused on things like white chicks are focused on and like they're like the superficial stuff I guess the ones that I've been around like um they're just into different things they're they just like to I feel like fuck around laugh have fun um they're like goofier it's yeah great great it's so I like seeing all the black people like it's like when we're at the airport the guy directing the people in the TSA is he's like this funny black dude it's like I don't know like I know there's white people out there that act like that too I'm not saying it's like one or the other but I I just feel like they're more I don't know they like they, they know how to have a good time in a different way than white people um so yeah diversity Charlotte lots of it um not a lot of homeless people which was I mean I didn't really know what to expect obviously going in there I was like you know going in blind um 
tons of trees you know we're driving to the hotel we stayed at the fairfield inn by marriott it was beautiful um <laughs> it's like a normal hotel i don't know like the hotel was like it was a hotel like a typical hotel nothing it wasn't overly fancy or overly it wasn't like a best western it was like a couple levels up from that so we stay at the fairfield and driving in i immediately noticed the greenery the trees i noticed the city um because what time did we come in we came in during the day yeah obviously um yeah it was beautiful like uh clean lots of oh my gosh number one takeaway from charlotte number one takeaway from charlotte i don't even know what the statistics are i don't fucking care fastest growing (laughs) fastest growing city in america i swear to god everywhere you look there's a crane like you could be driving down a neighborhood like a little residential neighborhood and there's fucking cranes putting up multifamilies on every block like it was insane the development projects happening out there are like I've never seen it before. And you know what I noticed? And I was kind of getting jealous. I was like, fuck, San Diego needs this. Like, there were so many trendy, like, sexy looking spots. Everything from, you know, bars and restaurants, you know, trendy. That just new. They had, like, a new shininess to them. Cool, you know, vibes, atmosphere, like, style, aesthetic, whatever. Um everything from bars and restaurants to where you take your dog there's like places you can go like hang out with your dog and like play I don't know there's like a thing called a puttery where it's like a putting place but you can like eat it's like a bar and restaurant there um yeah like what else like where you get your nails and your hair everything was like oh the boutiques like clothing boutiques that kind of stuff it was just like new and shiny like all the storefronts looked really modern and nice and I was thinking about San Diego and like I mean, you get that at the UTC mall, like walking around the mall, you kind of get that feel. But like if you're in downtown PB and like Pacific Beach, it's like kind of ran down. Like every now and then there's like a new, nice, swanky, like trendy spot. But the whole of it isn't that way. Where in Charlotte, all the little suburbs, there's like, um, (laughs) first of all, my favorite suburb name is Dilworth. Got Dilworth. North Davidson, also called Noda. You have South End. Uh, fucking, I don't know what the other ones are. There's like Fourth Ward, Third Ward. Um, oh, well, Midway. Uh, no, something. Oh, it's, it's like two a two word thing. Middleton. No, I don't know. All the names, by the way, are so charming. So like what you'd think the South is all about. Like (laughs) they're so like, like Hollybrook Lane or like, um, you know, that kind of shit. So it was fun reading the street signs. Um, they all had like, like Hollybrook Lane or like, um, uh, uh, peony place or I don't know. Uh, pebbles fucking whatever so um holy shit where am I yeah the the newness the shininess was great to see is this like I don't know is this the kind of shit you're into like me into me talking about on my podcast because like like recapping a trip um do you want to know what we did let's just get into like we went to a minor league baseball game and uh they lost by it was like a 
killing spree. It was like nine to zero. We left at like the seventh inning. Um, we went to a baseball game. It's like a super nice park right in the city. Um, we obviously looked at all of his properties, checked things out. It was cool to see because I've, I've heard about them, but I haven't seen them in person. So it's like fun to see them. Um, we, we got like, oh my God, excuse me. We walked around a lot and we, we went to this coffee shop called Smelly Cat. Smelly Cat. That's how we have to say it. Like Corey makes me, I can't say it whenever I say Smelly Cat. Like the whole trip, the entire fucking trip. We went there every day for coffee. We got uh, hot vanilla lattes, half sweet with almond milk. Super good. Uh, you had to wait like 20 minutes though for them because I don't know what they were doing back there, but they like take their time to make these coffees. So the entire trip, if I said, hey, can we get Smelly Cat? He'd be like, what? And I'm like, yeah, can we get Smelly Cat? He's like, do you mean Smelly Cat? <laughs> smelly Cat. He's like, come on, let's get Smelly. So we, uh, that was our coffee shop we went to every day. It was in Noda. Noda. He always pronounces everything so fucking not what it is. It's so like funny. And I love that about him. But like, it's also like, just can you be, he's the type of guy where like, I know any other girl that's been with him was like, can you just fucking be serious for two seconds? Like he is not that way. And I love that. And I'm, that's how I am. So it's like so nice. Um, but like, it's ridiculous. Like every fucking, like, like Dilworth, like Dilworth. I thought he was fucking with me. We woke up one morning. He's like, we're going to (laughs) go. He goes, honey, we're going to, I'm going to show you Dilworth today. But he's like, Dilworth. I don't know. Um, so coffee shop we got we went to this place called zeta jane's it's like a little cafe for like breakfast i got the same sandwich every day we were there (laughs) i got this like turkey sandwich with uh avocado on sourdough we went to restoration hardware and we looked around and here's the thing about restoration hardware like let me just tell you straight up i don't know who's doing the the designs there or who's like putting everything together but they're missing something they are missing a giant component of what good interior style or design is or needs okay and I'm looking at it right now because what I'm sitting in front of or what this fucking laptop's sitting on what my microphone's sitting on is a beautiful mid-toned brown emphasis on brown brown wood brown wood fuck the gray fuck the everything looking like it's uh leather gray leather wrapped white everything there is like beautiful right restoration hardware is like cream of the crop it's good shit but the best fucking combination of colors for anything interior design if you want to like look at something every day and be happy and not have like and and not be because honestly like too much gray makes you feel like you're in a jail cell and that's my only gripe about the design here at Corey's in her place. I didn't figure out the furniture or anything, but like, it's a lot of gray and it's, it's a little cold. Like I know gray can be, it can be warm. It is, it's warm, but it's cold. If that makes sense. Too much gray makes it look cold. So if you want, here's another interior design tip coming from me. I am a world renowned interior designer. All right. This is, <laughs> this is what you got to do. All right. It's a very simple color scheme. Let's just start off with life. Okay. You need green. Okay. You need real indoor plants. 
That's just inevitable. You're going to have plants in your place. So let's start out with green. Okay. But the furniture, the accent colors, whatever is going to be a combination of brown wood, brown wood, white, and black. And so brown, white, black, green. You've got like, think of uh, you could have like a white couch with a brown coffee table greenery everywhere and then black like if you want to have a little candle or something (laughs) like the candles all like solid like maybe it's matte black I don't know like like the little accents like little uh like uh uh rod iron looking shit like um looking around my place right now uh yeah like decor pieces need a lot of like black oh oh like a good example would be a a picture frame black frame white matte black white then you got the wood table, you've got the white, you know, covered chairs, maybe they're covered in linen or something. And then the green plants everywhere. I just prefer that brown wood though. Like there's something about it. And, um, all, yeah, when we were in restoration hardware, I, I'm like such a hard nut to crack. And Corey literally told me this this morning, we were talking about like my fitness journey and like what I'm trying to do right now. Cause I have this like new goal. And he's like, you're so fucking tough. He's like, you're so tough. Like I have, and here's the thing. I have opinions that (laughs) I I just think things and I just don't think other things like it is what it is like I I have strong opinions and I don't uh waver that often like I think something and then I'm that's just what I think and I, I like to have solid like thoughts about things because I hate when people act like they're blown in the wind and they're just like go with the flow they'll do whatever they don't really have a sense of like a strong they don't have strong principles or not. They don't have strong like an identity. They don't really know. I don't know. It's like they're too flimsy like that. And I like people when someone's like, I fucking hate the color gray. <laughs> I'm like, I like you. You know what I mean? Not, not, it's, it's not like you have to be a hater or it's not that I'm a hater. It's just that I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like the end. I'm not going to fucking you know what I mean it's just it feels good here's what I've learned especially through this podcast and deciding on being a podcast host it is so fulfilling when you pick something it's so fulfilling when you can say I like brown wood I don't like gray wood gray washed whatever fucking wood I like this I don't like that because then it's like it it feels good because you're like I know what I like and I know what I don't like and it's honestly I think it's rooted in the reason why I think it's so fulfilling is because I lived a very indecisive life for so long where I, I was so indecisive about everything. I was like half pregnant on 10 things, committed to nothing. One of those, like I was so like pulled in so many directions all the time mentally. And the reason, again, I'm saying it's fulfilling is because when you just decide and you're like, I want this, I like this, I don't like that. You're like, Ooh, it's like less time to think about it. Less time to marinate about it. You just decide, boom, done. So that's how I live now. I'm very much a boom, done, pick it, decide, move forward type of person. I don't do second thoughts. I don't do third thoughts. I don't overthink. I don't stew. I just fucking do it. And there's another tip. This is like a Charlotte travel, uh, (laughs) a Charlotte, North Carolina travel story. Also like life tips. Holy shit. (coughs) 
I keep choking. I don't know why. Um, like what was I eating the other, other day? I think I had asparagus. I had, I put cayenne on it for some, some fucking reason. I don't know why. But yeah, I had like a little cayenne pepper go down the wrong pipe and I started choking. And then I was also at dinner. I choked on, was it lettuce? Corey's parents' house? What was I? I forget. Maybe it was steak. I don't know. Uh, I just choked on my water. That's why I said it. So anyways, went to Restoration Hardware. We walked around. Um, and oh, we went to Whole Foods before that. We got a couple drinks um like waters and stuff to preface that <laughs> didn't was an alcohol guys okay I'm not an alcoholic you know I'm drinking pro- <laughs> um Jesus Christ we got like sparkly waters and coffees and then we went to restoration hardware okay um walked around but it was interesting when I when he said you're tough I I know I'm a hard nut to crack because like everyone who walks in rest- restoration hardware was is probably like so impressed so like holy fuck i need all of this in my house i want this to be my design like i want this to be my house's aesthetic or like whatever and i'm literally just like where the fuck is the brown wood the entire time the entire fucking time i'm going through every little showroom every every little place and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. okay the cloud couch yeah yeah, yeah. cool uh dresser whatever fucking mirror mirrors are beautiful there i will give them that mirrors couches sleigh uh furniture I'm a little bit like eh. I will say their dining room chairs are nice their big pots for plants are nice but like literally the entire time I'm like where's the brown wood I was looking for it the entire fucking time <laughs> so yeah that was, we went to restoration hardware we went to a minor league baseball game um we went to Zeta Jane's we went to uh smell the cat <laughs> we um let's see look in here on my camera roll um okay I met a lot of Corey's friends because he lived there I didn't mention this he lived there for six years um from like I think he was like 26 when he moved there or something I don't know but he lived lived there for six years like joined CrossFit met a bunch of people so I met all of his friends that weekend and um we went out with them on yeah Saturday night we went out with them and um we went to this place and I didn't know this like they kind of did a little like engagement dinner like thing for us so like the whole time it was kind of about me and Corey which is like I don't expect that I guess like we show up to his friend's house and they have champagne there with like a little card that says our name on it I was like oh my god and um so yeah we like had drinks at their house um and then we went to this really amazing restaurant if you're going to Charlotte you have to go to para p-a-r-a i don't know if it's para or para i'm calling it para it was I, it takes a lot for me to say this a lot like i think we ended up having a five minute conversation on the patreon vlog about it that's how good it was we got this steak just the only it was only steak on the menu it was like steak market price whatever steak mp didn't have a description of what's on it it was just steak and we ordered that and it takes a lot for me to say this that was a 10 out of 10 food that was the best steak I've ever had in my life and I know I had a little uh buzz going from the fucking uh, I got a espresso martini but because I feel like when you're a little buzz food tastes better obviously any anytime you're like drunk high whatever food tastes better but it was the best steak I've ever had and I don't know what it was I was trying to figure out it's always the sauce it's always the sauce 
and it was kind of like a chimichurri situation but then there's also this like orange oil kind of drizzled around it and I think they call it I literally googled it I was trying to figure out what it was I think it's like cowboy butter or something but um para in Charlotte order the steak also order the espresso martini very good everything we got there it was kind of like a tapas place everything we got there was amazing we got these like um what were they uh tuna no let me look at the pictures like little tuna bite things um yeah it was like tuna on these like fried square I don't even know what it was um dumplings yeah the steak um it was cool like we all toasted champagne when we got there like they got us a bottle for engagement it was just sweet so we went there and then we went out to another bar in Charlotte after and we got some drinks there and (laughs) you'll see it here's what I'll say this is fun I have a Patreon for a reason now because it's allowing me to uh not publicly I can like keep things a little bit private now where instead of just telling you everything I'm gonna say you're gonna find out what I talked about on the Patreon vlog to all of his friends and what I like what I drunkenly discussed with them okay and also what I did that I haven't done since I was in college um at the bar so yeah I overshared about something I shouldn't have with his friends that I just met that day for the first time (laughs) and I did and I also did something at this bar that I haven't done since college patreon.com slash tjms if you want to know the tea go check it out all right five dollars a month sign up today so yeah we went out to this bar um I literally came back to the hotel we have a 14 minute video of uh, (laughs) like when I was looking at the footage I recorded a 14 minute video in the hotel room with Corey and it was it's gonna be in the vlog but like I just we have a we have a good time let's just say that we have a really really good time when we travel (laughs) um anyways so the next morning I got a breakfast sandwich we went to smelly cat um we looked at more of his properties um I am just looking here I didn't work out once it was weird usually I work out on vacation he went on a run um but no I didn't work out ate a lot of barbecue we had we went to max barbecue there's like two it's like I think these are the two that like people are split on like what's better max or midwood smokehouse so we went to max first I got brisket coleslaw and potato salad and that the brisket was very fatty I didn't know that when you order barbecue you're supposed to say hey hey I want the lean slices like I want it to be lean so I got really fatty brisket there but it was good there was like the end pieces were pretty you know they're solid coleslaw was amazing um then we went to Midwood Smokehouse the other time and I got uh I was so fucking hungry I thought I was sick actually when we walked in Midwood Smokehouse I I (sighs) here's what happened to be honest 
that was the first time since college I was like I, I'm going vegan fuck this I can't do it I was so put off by the smell of the barbecue when I because it wasn't outside Max was an outside spot outside inside and we sat outside on a picnic table but Midwood Smokehouse like you they also have an outdoor patio actually but we sat inside and I walked in and, the, and I was hung over from the night before and I was kind of feeling nauseous and because we drank, we went out we went pretty fucking hard that night um drank at his friend's house then we went to dinner had more drinks and then we had more drinks after that it's a lot for me like to do all of that in one night is a lot for me I'm definitely gonna be hung over the next day so I walk into Midwood Smokehouse and Cor- this is Corey's favorite spot like he used to live right next to it and I got this waft of barbecue and I didn't say anything. I kept this quiet. I'm not going to tell him this. This is his favorite barbecue place. I'm not going to fucking say this, but I literally was like grossed out and I saw pigs everywhere, like pig figurines. And like, I was just getting like, <laughs> but I ordered the fucking brisket, bitch. I ordered the fucking brisket because I knew that this is the spot to order brisket. Okay. Everyone that works there is like, they got a brisket snob t-shirt on. It's like the brisket place. Okay. So I get disgusted by the scent of dying, melting corpses of pigs. And I order fucking brisket. Okay. I also ordered mac and cheese and um, broccoli. I don't even know. What was it? Like broccoli casserole. So um <sighs> the guy that our, our waiter was kind of like he 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 seemed very east coast or like he he didn't Corey told me he's like he's not from charlotte he's got like a upper east coast kind of vibe um like i don't know boston or something but he like didn't give a fuck about us he's just like it was basically like what do you want he starts putting in the order okay great bye like no small talk no friendliness it was just so weird but i was i was specific i said i want lean i want lean brisket and it came out fatty and I was like great so if I had to pick though like Corey asked me I think I'm going with Max I think I'm going with Max I like the vibe there better it's like more industrial a little more grungy Midwood is like honestly you know what threw it off for me Midwood Smokehouse barbecue comes out on like a grandma plate like a little like frilly like like I get what they're trying to do there with that nice plate but I kind of wanted it on like a metal tray with a piece of parchment paper like the nice plate was like too nice for barbecue like it it honestly fucked up the taste of it because I'm like looking at these little pink frilly designs and it's like I don't know it needed to, yeah the they need to change the in my opinion they need to change the plates there another strong opinion I like my fucking barbecue on a metal like cafeteria plate that's it <laughs> anything else I don't like it I'm not coming back see that's what I'm talking about there's another tip form an opinion and decide on something today form one it feel and see how good it feels after it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you like one thing and you don't like another thing and it's because see I was always a, see I'm a former it's like every I feel like every chick goes through this and sometimes no, they don't grow out of it I'm a former people pleaser you know really like overly accommodating overly nice overly like worried about stepping on toes and like making people feel uncomfortable or like I want everyone to you know what I mean and fucking sucks because you it's exhausting because you're not doing what you want you're doing things according to what other people want or what you think they want and 
that's not a life to live and again in my harsh strong opinion yeah I don't know how long you've been listening to this podcast but if you can't tell the whole tone the whole like um my brand or whatever my like (laughs) theme the main theme running through the show is that everyone everyone should be like me whatever I'm just be like me think how I think do what I do it's a because here's what it is I I just get it and my life is good and I don't have fucking like I I just I feel like my way of life or my way of thinking is just like the better way because I'm anti worrying about shit that doesn't matter I'm anti doing things that you don't really want to do because other because you feel pressure from other people like I'm against like like I there's but there's a time and a place I will say that there's always like a little asterisk like there's a time and a place where you have to compromise you have to like come to the middle with people and you can't always be selfish and do what you want but for the most part like be a bulldozer bitch be a fucking bulldozer like live your life because if you're it'll make you happy and if you're up and if you're good then you can that's that has a domino effect and other people can sense that and it allows you if you're in a good place mentally you're it allows you it allows you to like take care of other people and like be a good partner in a relationship and like serve other people and you're because you're well but yeah if you're living life for uh, this is like cliche but like just start doing you and stop fucking (sighs) yeah I, I get a sense if you're listening right now you're probably you probably relate to me in some way. I don't know how, but I'm assuming you, something I said today, you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. That clicks that, that resonates with me. And if you're still out there worrying about what people think you, that's like step one of how to have a shitty life. (laughs) Literally. If you want to have a good life, do the opposite. Don't worry. And it's like easier said than done, but, um, yeah, it's such a strange thing how we care so much and I don't think anyone's a hundred percent including myself I will admit that I'm not a hundred percent like like today I'm in the I'm in the gym okay I took a mirror selfie and you know I was checking to see if anyone's walking in I don't want someone to fucking see me take a mirror selfie I'm still weird like that I'm still weird in like public places doing selfies and shit I was at the beach yesterday you bet you best believe I was like trying to hide my phone so no one could see I was trying to take a bikini pic I'm not like an out there, I guess with content creation in public, I'm still like, wor- it's not that I'm worried what other people think about, about me. I just think it's cringy if, if someone sees me do it, if that makes, I'm like, Ugh. it makes me like, Ugh. if I'm with a group of people and we're taking pictures, different story. If I'm alone doing it, I just feel like, Ugh. so at the end of the day, who the fuck cares? But sometimes you do care a little bit and just work towards not caring. Um, holy shit speaking of the beach um (sighs) I haven't talked about this but I was listening to the PBD podcast with Andrew Tate it's like a five-part podcast series that uh they did with him they like went to his house I guess he's on like house arrest in Romania I'm not really sure what's going on but I was listening to the I'm pretty sure that's what it was he's on house arrest but they came and like interviewed him at his house they said they had like 15 hours but they cut it down to five hours and just got to say this. I listened to every episode. Nothing he said made me go 
fuck you Andrew Tate you're a horrible shitty person and that's the thing it's like not to get on the Andrew Tate topic but it's amazing how people (laughs) I don't know how anyone could like anyone that hates him could listen to that five-hour series and like continue to hate. I don't know like literally my favorite thing he said he said he says a lot of great things a lot of there's so many like golden nuggets that come out of his mouth and you're like god damn that's so good and he he just he has like a wholesomeness about him as weird as that sounds like there is a wholesomeness that he exudes when he speaks especially about like men and families and women and how like just just all the relationship dynamics going on out there. Like he's got the, a really solid, like feel good, wholesome perspective in my opinion. I mean, that's what, that's what happens when I listen to him talk. That's what I hear. That's what comes across to me. Um, and it was really refreshing hearing him say like, he knows his delivery and he knows his way of being didn't help him. Like that makes people hate on him because of how he talks and how he delivers his messages it's like so abrasive and so like you know what I mean so it was like refreshing to hear him say like I analyze everything I'll probably listen to this podcast 15 times and I I'm he like learns from himself and his mistakes which is and this is what I'm getting to the number one thing he said and I was like god damn I stand by this and I've fucking said this on my podcast for so long he is for 100,000 percent 100% personal accountability. Everything is your fault. And I love when he said that. I was like, fuck yeah, because everything is your fault. Like the good things that happen to you in your life, those are your fault. The bad things that happen to you in your life, the bad things that come across your plate, that's your fault. Everything's your fault. The bad thing is every, it's just, if you're, if you can, because I've always preached this. I said the second, the cl- the less time you, when you do something wrong, the less time you spend, Um, this could be argued about Andrew Tate because he's literally like, I'm innocent and he's like fighting it. But I'm saying, but he didn't, he, because he believes he's innocent or he thinks he is whatever. Um, Of course he's going to fight back and say, fuck this shit. But um, when you do something wrong, the fast, the quicker, <laughs> holy shit. The, the, okay. When you do something wrong, because everyone knows when they're being a little fuckhead and they did something wrong. Okay. You know, when you did something wrong, the the faster you apologize and and say, I I'm wrong. The faster you can do that, the better, the longer you're stubborn, you deny it. You point the finger. It's your fault. It's not my fault. The faster or the longer you do that, the more miserable you're going to be, the more toxic your body's going to become. You're going to have all this like anger inside of your body. And it's just, and I lived with a person. I grew up. I'm just going to say it. My fucking dad was like that and literally never took accountability ever for anything. It was never, he could never be wrong. Those are the worst kinds of people. The worst because all you want them to do is say, I know I fucked up. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm better than this. You know, I know I did this to you. I know I said that. whatever, because it, it just, especially with relationships, like being that way and, and, or, or being a hundred percent accountable and just owning up to your shit. <laughs> Every fucking time you fuck, it's literally like the best again, be like me. It's just, a better it's a better life you'll be you'll feel lighter you'll feel like you don't have no one has anything on you 
no one can say oh they did this to me and they suck because they never apologize and they still think they're right and i'm right and they point it's like no so you know in my life i i reflect a lot on my podcast here i think about like where I i do this with Corey all the time if i'm having a little moment of like sassiness towards him or something like it'll come out like out of the blue like I don't know it's my luteal phase that's what I'm like honey I'm in my luteal phase I'm a demon right now okay it's coming my my period's coming I'm fine no I don't use that as an excuse but when I notice myself being that way I like immediately go I'm sorry I know that like I apologize I always do that so when Andrew Tate on that episode was like I'm for 100% accountability and because he even said that about him being in jail he's like it's my fault everything's my fault I put myself in this position I got myself here the way I branded myself the way I put my you know every I became too um, polarizing or too uh influential influential and in his opinion they're trying to take him down because he's too influential because of what he what he's saying is like it's crazy though (laughs) I don't know I don't understand that's one thing about me there's a lot of people I know that disagree with this I don't know why I like Andrew Tate so much. I don't know why. I don't, I, I know, no, I know why I like him. I don't know why people don't. <laughs> and I guess it's because if you're literally just getting your information from like headlines and you're reading about stuff and you're not actually like, I mean, based on what he said, all of these like allegations are literally just, it's like they're, it's a lot of like made up bullshit it's, they have no real hard evidence there's no hard evidence and I don't know maybe that's gonna come out and then obviously I'll be like what the fuck but the fact that it he's been in j- he went to jail he had to go like three months there's like this thing in Romania he was explaining where if you can even you can put someone in jail if you can convince the judge that they allegedly did something, like if you can make them, the judge think that they might've done something, you can put them in jail. I think it's three months. That's why he was there for like 90 days. And then after six months, if you don't show up with hard hard evidence, hard evidence, then it's like they're released. So unless you can come up with something in six months, then so that's where I think that's where the the whole case is at right now. Like, they don't have anything. They don't have any hard evidence. It's all like, yeah, or nothing. Honestly, like this, the allegations coming from these chicks are like so like fucking. They seem so like random and like made up or like bullshit. I don't know. So, anyways, that's what I did at the beach. Why am I talking about this? Oh, I was at the beach. Um, I, I, I brought that up. I'm literally not talking about Charlotte anymore. Um, let's kind of move forward here. We went out with his friends. Okay. We went and got barbecue, um, checked out his properties. Honestly, it was a quick little weekend getaway trip. Um, I'm just looking at my camera roll here. I told you I went to the beach yeah it's finally hot in San Diego or not hot it's like 70 but it's tanning like you can tan in it so I laid out yesterday it was beautiful um uh but life update here's something new because I'm looking at my camera roll I'm make I'm making homemade dog food because uh Corey's friends we met 
it's kind of influenced by them. They had the farmer's dog and they had these two really old or one of them was old. One of their, I think she's a pit bull and they had a tripod dog they rescued, which was really sad, but also sweet. And they were feeding their dogs farmer's dog. And I just was like, oh my God. And they also had like kibble in it. But I was literally like grocery shopping. I had to go to Trader Joe's and do like a full restock. And I literally spent, it was like, I remembered the total because it was like, it was like 420 77 at Trader Joe's. But that was like a full restock of everything for the house. And I was like at Trader Joe's and I'm like, how hard would it be to get some sweet potatoes, get some chicken, get some ground turkey, get some peas, carrots, you know, how hard would it be to like mix all that up, put it in a crock pot and like give it to the dogs? Like that's so easy. And I was thinking about it. I was like, fuck, okay. Like I'm already feeding me and Corey on a regular basis. But like when I have kids making school lunches, like cooking dinners, extra food for the kids all the time, snacks, like bitch, you better get used to it. You might as well do it for the dogs now. You might as well have spent a little bit of extra time in the kitchen this week. <laughs> I love like stereotyping myself as this like 1950s housewife. Cause like, like that's the path I'm on and I fucking love it. Like literally yesterday I'm clean. So, or no, was this, when did I go grocery shopping? Okay. The day I went to Trader Joe's and came home was, that is my favorite fucking thing to do. When I say that walking through the grocery store, picking everything out, um, I thought, you know, I'm just going to say, just be, I'm going to be straight up. I don't have a budget. When I grocery shop, I don't have a fucking budget. And I feel blessed to say that. I know that not everyone can say that, but I go through the grocery store and I get whatever I want and I get all the good stuff, all the healthy stuff, all the organics, like, because I, to me, it's like, I want to eat well. I don't want to, I don't want to like, I feel like there's, if you, if, it, if you're like, oh, I can't afford groceries or what, like there's other areas in your budget you could probably like cut back on to help afford more better groceries organic whatever like that's kind of how I think of things like that's an area I've honestly been this way since like college especially when I was vegan I was only buying organic only buying all that kind of shit all the like fresh healthy stuff um but yeah like it's it's just like nice when I literally show up and I'm like I, I don't care what it costs I'm getting everything I need and everything I want so that's my favorite thing it's like a shopping spree for food and snacks and I, my favorite thing is I come home. I I love putting groceries away. I love it. I love organizing the fridge. I love looking at it. I like putting things in containers. Like I like doing a little pantry. Okay. And then I start meal prepping and then I was making the dog food. Okay. I put the chicken in, I put the ground turkey on, I cut up all the potatoes and the carrots and everything and the broccoli and the peas. And I put it in the crock pot and then um, I made salmon for Corey and I for dinner and I made him a little appetizer and like, I don't know, like I, that's like my favorite thing. I'm like listening to a podcast. Like, it's just my favorite, like, I don't know what it is. I love just house stuff, like decorating, cleaning, cooking, like prepping. Um, I could do that all day long. If I could pick two things to do all day long, podcasting, content creation, obviously, um, I guess working out cause I love working out, but like just like fucking around in the house and cleaning the kitchen or like doing like cooking in the kitchen shit. <laughs> I like how I just talked about Andrew Tate and he's like apparently really oppressive and like, you know, he hates women and he's like anti women and all that shit. And, um, which is such bullshit. And then I'm, <laughs> and then I'm, 
they women should be kept small and kept in the home or in the kitchen and then i'm like literally like i that's me um you know what's such bullshit too like i don't get this every guy Corey introduces me to and we start like kind of talking or whatever and maybe it slips out that like oh she yeah she she's a great cook like he'll say that all the time oh she's a great cook she loves cooking literally guys like shake his hand his friends and they're like where did you find her the like i can't tell you how many times that's happened any mention of me doing anything for Corey, anything for Corey, any little like you know gesture of like nurture and love and like taking care of him oh yeah she uh like if you mentioned like yeah she uh gives me a back massage every night. i don't know fucking whatever it's like holy shit where'd you find her i don't know if they're being dramatic like that but being with Corey, <laughs> I say a lot of fucked up, full of myself type of shit on here. Also, this is a very heavy cussing episode. I'm noticing. I am noticing that. Um, I say a lot of full of myself, arrogant, cocky uh, stuff on here. I know I do that. But being with Corey, I know. Okay. <laughs> it's hard for me to say this, but like he has made me feel so rare like last night he gave me a hug because I don't even know what I said he's like I thought he was gonna cry he's like I can't believe you're telling me this right now he's like I don't get he goes I, I can't I, he's like I can't believe what's happening and he literally still points to the sky and like looks at God and just like every I'll do the, like something tiny I'll say a little thing and I'm like that's why we joke I'm like do I need to sell a course on like how to be or like what to do or like how to treat your man or like what because like I know I'm not I guess he thinks I'm here's what it is he has been with I guess less uh doty girlfriend or like girls that I don't know just a different he's been with like a different personality type in the past and so it's like so he I'm probably rare to him or my the, my way of being is probably rare or he thinks it's rare because he's not literally used to it. He's like never had it. it. Like, I guess whatever. And in the same way, I think he's very rare. And, and I guess this is what happens when people come together and they're super compatible is they appreciate the other person so much because they have this past experience where they know, like when they find a good one, they're like, and they're checking every single box. Just like, holy shit. I think, oh my God. This is like literally a godsend. So, you know, and my past, uh, you know, my past boyfriends, his past girlfriends, like, you know, they might have qualities that we didn't like, but hey, they'll find their person and they'll mesh. You know, I think that's how life is. I, I don't have, um, that's how I feel about my past relationships. I'm like, it just, it's a lack of com compatibility at the end of the day. Like, yes, they did fucked up shit to me. <laughs> pretty much every single one of them if I'm being honest okay I kind of had a bad uh mix of exes out there but like at the end of the day it's just not two people just not being compatible so you got to find your other I mean it literally is kind of like finding your other half so um making homemade food for the dogs I went to Trader Joe's cool um I'm doing a 10 minute or no, what am I doing? A no makeup 
makeup challenge for Patreon. Um, guys, I didn't talk about the submarine. I didn't, I didn't talk about the submarine. Uh, was that enough for Charlotte? My review of Charlotte is this. I told, I, I told Corey this cause I was trying to like put it into words. Charlotte, North Carolina is a very, what's not to love kind of place. Okay. It's like, what's not to love. If you go there and you're like, I hate this place. I, it's like something, something's wrong with you. I feel like I, it's Charlotte's like a good vibe, good people, good energy kind of place. It's just, yeah. What's not to love beautiful homes, very like charming. Like, I don't know what the style is. Very traditional. Like the neighborhoods are very, very traditional, beautiful with the trees. Um, the city is obviously popping off, growing like crazy. There's nice shops everywhere, nice places to work out, nice places to hang out, like everywhere. Um, yeah, so it's like, what's not to love? Um, I didn't finish. Did I go into the style? The Oh, I did the Little House on the Prairie style. That was very odd. Like the, the dress, it, I just, I wasn't expecting that. Like every girl had like a baby doll dress on. Every girl, okay, every... Now, mind you, there's no one past a six in Charlotte. And Corey told me that. He's like, yeah, well, how do you think it was pretty hard when I lived here? She's like, yeah, I'm just, that's a thing. I'm just saying what, this is how I am. I'm just, I'm just calling a spade a spade. Okay. I know it's all subjective. Okay. But in my opinion, through my eyes, through what I was seeing, land of, the land of, less than sixes okay there weren't tens walking anywhere and if they were I feel like the guys are better looking there than the girls um it was so weird I'm just gonna say it like it is like you'd see a girl like a this is super I feel like everything I'm saying about to say is so fucked up do I just continue to say it like do I go down this path because I also have like it's this is not about like women supporting women right now okay this is about me being a judgmental uh, tourist in Charlotte, North Carolina and observing the, my fellow, <laughs> my, the, my fellow girls out there. Like not only was the style bad, it was just like, you'd, it was just like a lot of like letting themselves go going on. Like a lot of like, yeah, I know you go to, I know you go to, um, F45 five days a week. Yeah. I know you're in Pilates. Yeah. I know you do yoga. Yeah. I know you go to spin class. Yeah. Da, da, da. Whatever. But you're baking scones th five times a week and you're eating all of like it was just very like they I don't know like they people are like fluffy if that makes sense I guess it's the south that's what, I mean people are it's kind of like when I went to San Antonio I remember that I was like everyone there like there's big hair like beautiful outfits like whatever but they're all like linebackers like everyone was just bigger there it was weird again I'm from San Diego so like this is coming from like a very um <sighs> this is coming from I mean what I see every day is like it doesn't get any hotter than this I mean maybe in like I, yeah there's obviously like Miami um what other hot places are out there Europe obviously like some beautiful European well I don't know again it's all subjective but it was so weird I'm like yeah the lack of like it was like people are trying to be fit. They're on their, they're on their, they're on a journey. They're just not, just not as, it was like not a set of abs in sight anywhere you looked. It was weird. 
Um, and I noticed this the most when I was standing in line at the coffee shop. I'm like, damn. Everyone's in, it was just bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, everything's bigger in Texas is also bigger in, uh, Charlotte. Now I'm locked in. A, see, I, here I am in San Diego looking out the window. To, it's like literally this chick's 300 pounds. I never see that here. And like, I don't know. Um, my body shaming right now. I am. This is, this would, if I, okay, yeah, this would probably qualify for me getting canceled if I was like a major public figure, but not enough people, I feel like, again, not enough people have opinions or like things they believe in or like share them publicly. And that's what I do here. Uh, like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like what I do here a lot is I say the things out loud that people think, but don't want to say, or they're worried to say, I don't worry. I don't care like um yeah I'm trying to reel this back into like what I really believe I believe in like loving yourself taking good care of yourself all that stuff but like as far as like the Charlotte crowd goes like I feel like they're they could put in a they could increase they could put in a little bit more effort into their health and fitness journeys that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying um and their style and you know what sure maybe got a fat fat, scone filled ass okay maybe yes maybe you have a scone filled ass and you know you work out five days a week or whatever great that ass is fat let's show it off Take off the fucking baby doll little house on the prairie dress. Stop covering it up. Let's show it off. Okay. Let's wear a, let's wear a little, a little, uh, skirt or something. (laughs) Oh my God. I sound like a dude. I literally sound like a dude who's like, I just want to see this chick's ass. I just want to see her curves. I just want to see her body. That's all I'm saying. Like celebrate it, bitch. Like I feel like everyone, that's what it is. Everyone there, they're, you know, carrying a little extra weight. Fine. Whatever. I've been there. You guys, when I started this podcast, I was 35 pounds heavier than I am today. 35 pounds heavier. I know what it's like to feel fluffy and want to cover up. I literally went to the beach that entire summer of 2020 in a big ass t-shirt. Okay. So this has come from a place of love. I'm just saying, all right, like let's celebrate the curvature. Let's let's like show it off a little more, like push those tits together and fucking whip out a crop top. Um, yeah, I guess I'm really put off by these dresses. And I think it's in style. Like, honestly, I think those um, long, puffy-sleeved... Do you guys know what I'm talking about? They're, like, very... Yeah, Little House on the Prairie-esque. But, um, anyways, that's the episode. I didn't talk about the the Titan submersible. What is it? The Titan submarine. Um, I did get a little note by a frequent listener. I'm pretty sure she listens to, like, all my episodes. Um she's like yeah what did, let me just read it if I can find it here she like thought my UFO episode was boring or like my news topic she goes podcast about the this, this or the UFO stuff is boring and actually all the newsy stuff is boring she's like I love all the other podcasts like no offense like that one was a little dry I'll admit um but 
interesting to me. Like, that's what I do here. I talk about things that I'm like curious about. So like, if it's a news topic and I want to deep dive, I'm going to do it, you know, but I get it. Like, I think what I'm realizing for my audience is that you guys want to know, you guys like when I talk about myself and like my life, like that's what you're into. And not necessarily me coming on here and like listing out the top five news stories of the day or like the week or whatever. Like, I think it's, I like doing a mix of both, but I think you prefer the, like what's happening in my life shit. So, which is cool. I'm happy to talk about it. That's kind of why I did my Charlotte episode today. I'm like, what? I just went to Charlotte and, um, you know, do a little, I think it's like good to do a little recap of my trips and I'm excited. So we're going to Maui. Oh my God. I have LA. Oh my God. I'm doing a thing on the 4th of July. So that's next week. Holy fuck. Wait. Um, LA to LA tomorrow. We're staying the night. We're going to Sherwood. And then 4th of July, we're going to this country club here for like the fireworks show. And then I'm off Friday for my birthday. <laughs> And then I fly to Maui for a week. And then we're going to like another golfing tournament thing at the end of July. I don't know. I feel like I'm like summer's kind of a, it's a busy time. And I'm noticing that like as far as emails go, like people just don't give a fuck in the summer. Like, I I don't know. Like that's a tone. That's what I'm sensing. I'm like, uh, like you'll send an email and like maybe hear back from them in two weeks and they'll be like so sorry for the delay or like I apologize and miss this it's like (laughs) I get it like it's a summer but like it feels like everyone's traveling or just like caring less right now but um this is my favorite time of year I'm obviously a summer baby I'm a cancer I love the beach I love the sun I love everything about summer oh my god I love laying out I love being in a bikini I love ugh it's disgusting and like I just wish like I know I live in San Diego obviously we had a bad year but I wish it could be like this every fucking day of the year like the other day I'm like oh my god I'm so happy like all day I'm so happy and I'm like what's going on like Corey I'm like Corey I'm in my luteal phase how am I this happy I'm we fuck we just like saying the phases now and I, I I'm, I'm trying to teach him about like because the the four cycles four cycle or four phases of a woman's cycle let me look them up what's the first one again this shit's not taught to us like i obviously learned about my period and i like menstruation follicular ovulation luteal that's what it is you menstruate follicular i think is when you're at your most like energized follicular it's after your menstruation you're mostly energized you're more like clear-minded you that's when you should do like your heaviest lifts the gym or like your biggest workouts um that's when you should do like public speaking stuff or like big meetings like do that during your follicular phase ovulation I think also is like when you're up (laughs) and the luteal is like darkness bitch that's like the pms time that's like right before you get your period I swear I'm in I think I'm in luteal like most of the month I don't know like but I taught Corey about the the different phases because I I'm kind of using it as like a crutch right now as like a justification for my bad behavior and my and my bad moods like I kind of I'm you know what I'm pre- I'd say I'm pre- I mean 
there's something crazy about like getting proposed to and like someone like being like I want to be with you for the rest of my life that's like so um it makes me so like I just feel so good about myself not like good about myself I just feel so relaxed or if I have like an off moment or a bad day or something like I know Corey loves me no matter what but I feel like and maybe I feel like my exes would say the same thing like everyone who's ever dated me I feel like I'm kind of a moody bitch sometimes like I have it in me I'm a little bit moody I have like I'm a little bit like temperamental some like but not where I'm it's it's not like a I'm never like yelling screaming fighting punching kicking like I'm never like that it's just like um yeah like sometimes I think I'm like a little like I need a maybe I need to like be with myself for a little bit and just like collect myself and just be like in my little mood alone and then someone comes into it I'm like oh fuck and then I don't know I'm trying to think of an example like little things might put like put me off and I'll just be like I'll cop an attitude for a sec but that's fucking normal see I always go back to that like I don't want to be that way like I'm aware of it that the best thing to be in this life is aware of self-fucking-awareness self-awareness bitch self-awareness awareness radical accountability 100% accountability you'll have a great life okay if you don't know how you are if you don't know how you come across how you act within within relationships oh shit if you think everything you do is perfect and fine oh fuck like <laughs> I know I'm not so that's what I'm saying like I have my moments and I, I feel like I'm a little I'm a cancer let's read let's wrap the episode because my birthday's next Friday with cancer traits because I'm kind of into this I go in phases where I'm like fuck the um fuck a zodiac sign like this is all like bs da, da, da. but then I'm also like wait my descri- the description of what a cancer is is literally me starting off with <laughs> moody <laughs> cancer uh, so what are the months it's like or what are the dates it's like um June through July something it's like the June July's um I'm July 7th 7-7 so positive traits okay nurturing yes very protective yes affectionate imaginative (laughs) here's what Corey said called me this morning tough tenacious dependable proactive home loving that's my that's the one where I'm like damn I'm such a cancer like I'm such a homebody loyal fuck yeah caring fuck yeah observant very I see everything that's why I'm so judgmental I'm judgmental and I'm always analyzing and I'm always like "Mm." which is kind of fun low-key low-key I haven't said that in so long like to have to be in like a corner looking at people and thinking thoughts about like what they're like just opinions about that like I don't know it's like me with the the observant thing with me me looking at the puffy sleeve dresses um okay here are my negative traits moody pessimistic clingy worrier Uh, wait let me do the the yes or the no's for each one moody yes pessimistic I'm actually a really positive person and you know what I noticed this I was editing all these clips for of episode 343 for like social like 
Instagram reels and TikToks and stuff. And I was noticing, I was like, literally every clip, I feel like I'm yelling. I feel like I'm like literally yelling and how, and I'm being like, and I'm pissed off about something like, but in reality, I'm actually a very like optimistic, happy go lucky person. Like I'm actually a really, you know what I mean? But when I get on here, I think it's the release. It's a therapy. It's like, it's like a, to like bitch and complain about stuff. If that makes sense. I get it out all here. So moody, pessimistic. I would say no for pessimistic. Um, clingy. Am I clingy? If I really like you, I'm clingy. Like, yeah, I'm a stage five cling- clinger. Um, worrier. Er, no. Obsessive. Yes. Uh, manipulative. Manipulative. How do I manipulate people? I kind of manipulate Corey sometimes. <laughs> With like stupid shit. Am I manipulative? I don't think I am. But like I get everything I want and I know how to do it because I think I'm manipulative. Yeah, I'd say I'm a little manipulative. Um overly cautious, kinda. Like I think I might my, my overly cautiousness is with shit that will put my life in danger like I don't get in the ocean that's something here's a fun fact I haven't talked about I don't fuck with the ocean I don't swim in it I don't surf I don't I dip my toes and I get out okay I'm so freaked out by anything that like any you won't see me skydiving you won't see me in the ocean you won't see me doing bungee jumping you won't see me like and I think I overly worry like or I'm overly cautious like the plane for example we were talking about this this morning because I was watching this TikTok of a 911 call where this guy in Seattle shot this burglar and shot him to death. And there's been a lot of conversations I've had with Corey lately where we talk about like a current like crime that was committed or something like we'll see on a TikTok or whatever. And I think I kind of blew his mind. And I don't know if this is because I'm a woman and I have to think this way about my physical safety, but I think he was telling me, yeah, he was telling me about this situation he was in where he's getting followed. This car was following him for like a long time. And he called 911. He's like, hey, I'm a little sketched out. This car won't stop following me. Now, in that case, I don't know if I would say this. So let me think of a different case. Basically, what I told him is that if I'm on, if I need to call 911 for anything, I'm saying the most extreme thing I possibly can to get the most the to get this quickest fastest best aid on the way and I know in certain situations like with guns and stuff like in this case the guy shot the burglar the burglar was in his house and he ended up shooting him while he was on phone on the phone with dispatch but if I was in that situation I'm thinking of the most extreme thing you would say because and, and the, I don't know what the repercussions are that's the thing I was asking him because he knows a lot of cops and shit and I was like I wonder if you cry wolf to dispatch and you say oh they have a gun and they don't or like oh I'm being chased and they're like in Corey's car following him case would you say oh they're shooting at me to get people to fucking act fast I don't know like that's because in my opinion or in my mind I'm like I if I'm in that fear of my life and my physical safety and I'm not talking to 911. I'm not going to be like, there's a burglar in my house. I'm scared. I'm going to be like, I got shot. This burglar came to my house. I got, I'm shot. Or 
but then it's like Corey was saying, oh, the SWAT, if they bring the SWATs, that actually takes longer. And then they'll approach the house because they know there's a gun in there with extreme caution because the cops are worried about their safety. It's like, a, it might actually be slower. I don't know. Like it's one of those sense or like touchy things where, yeah, I would, um, like if I'm sketched out in an alley or what would I do? If I'm calling on one for anything, I'm just saying the most extreme thing. Does that make sense? That's how my mind works. Um, I don't know who taught me that. I don't know if my mom taught me that. She taught me a lot of like safety tips growing up. Like, um, like we used to practice how to scream fire in the car on the top of our lungs. Like we would get it, get in, get in the car after school. And like, we do a fire, we'd scream fire because I think she taught us if like, if you're, if someone's trying to take you, obviously you're going to scream right but if you're in like a building or something with other people around and, and you're screaming hey there's a fire there's a fire people that that affects other people they're going to think about themselves they're going to be like holy shit there's a fire and they're going to react but if you're just screaming i don't know you're a little kid maybe they think it's your parent taking you or something i don't know so yeah we like learned a lot of like little tips like that but or like when I hold my purse walking in a parking lot, I do it a certain way and I hold my keys a certain way. And I have like, you know, one thing I've never bought is like pepper spray or yeah, any physical or any, uh, like weapons to pack, but it's pretty safe out here. I'm always, I'm, I always run a little paranoid. I'm not even doing it. Let me, holy shit. This is this a two hour episode? So I'm overly cautious. Let's get back to the cancer traits. Um, cause my birthday's next Friday. That's why I'm even doing this. And evasive wait is that let me brush up on the definition real quick tending to avoid commitment or self-revelation especially by responding only indirectly um am i evasive kind i think i kind of am possessive yes very i think i'm highly possessive and I think that's why I used to, well, fuck that. I'm not going to say like, you know, when I used to be called, oh, you're so jealous. You're so insecure. It's like, bitch, I had a reason to be okay. I don't just get that way from you looking at a girl down the street. I don't just get that way from you. Like, you know, seeing a girl with a big ass in the grocery store and you staring at it. I'm not going to get jealous and weird about that. Or like being you going out with your guy friends to the bars, like having drink I'm, or like going on a guy's trip or like. I won't fuck. I don't get. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. If I'm je- like, I think the times when I was told, "Oh, you're so jealous. You're so insecure. Why?" It's like because you're cheating on me. Literally, you're talking to someone behind my back. The whole like the whole relationship. Like fuck you. Okay, and I know this, and I can see it with my two eyes. It's like I hated when like got. It's just like when they would say that. I'm like. I'm not paranoid. I know what's up. Like you, and then it's like you, your gut always knows if you're a girl and you have gut feelings, you're probably right. It's probably right. I think one of the worst gut wrenching things I've ever had to experience is finding hair. There's something about finding hair. That's not yours in the guy you're dating's bed and bedroom and bat, like all over. I'm like, I remember when that happened to me, I was like, when was the last time I was here? I was just like thinking out loud and I asked him and he's like, oh, I think it was like last Friday. I was like, interesting. And I like pulled his hair and I'm like, I pulled out my hair and I'm like, 
this is pretty fucking blonde oof I know I still have like blonde in my I don't know like I'm I dyed my hair blonde and then I covered it but I'm like this doesn't look like my hair it was weird it was very strange doesn't I that's not the that's like one of many things I've had to deal with as far as like cheating situations goes um but possessive yeah I'd say I'm possessive um lazy (laughs) yes holy shit wait negative cancer traits am I lazy yes I'm fucking lazy like I'm not but I am like I think I I work my ass off. Okay. I really feel like my output is very high. I'm a high producer, high achiever, whatever type a, like get shit done. You know, I'm that way all through and through, but when it's lazy time, I'm fucking lazy. Like I will, I love a nap. You know, I like to lounge. I like to be horizontal. Like I just like being on the beach. (laughs) laying flat isn't that a weird thing like I think a lot of successful people are actually very lazy and I don't know if that's talked about enough or like talked about a lot like it's a yeah it's like a what do you call that an oxymoron what's an oxymoron oxymoron it's like when um combination of contradictory or incongruous words yeah contradiction it's a they contradict themselves being super successful and like a go-getter and also a very lazy person oh there's like one more trait and then i gotta go holy shit did i lose the tab no i did not yes i did oh here we go i think this is a two-hour episode this is tra- it trailed off the end i don't care um suspicious Am I suspicious? Suspicious and aggressive is the last one. Aggressive. Um, am I aggressive? I feel like I'm not. I think I'm the opposite. I'm very like lax. Very like calm and like it takes a lot for me to get aggressive. The only time and I said I've said this before, like the only time I actually get like really like rageful is if I'm done wrong. If I'm and which I wish I wasn't that way, but like when I think about my life and the times where I've been like really full of anger and rage, it's because someone hurt me. Like, and then I feel justified to be that way. Justified to be a full on fucking psychopath and just fucking scream and yell and like tell them off. It depends what the situation is, obviously, but I've been there. I can do it. I have it in me and I can be aggressive. Okay. But 99.99% of the time, I'm just like, I don't want to fight. I want to take you know what I mean it's not worth it and I think I've grown out of that and Corey's actually helped me a lot um with that side of me when I've talked about it or he's he's kind of he's so good at diffusing and so good at like his perspective like when when I talk to him about you know certain things that have happened in the past like family stuff or like relationships whatever he he always goes like you know what you should have said or you know what you should say is this and I'm like whoa I'm mind blown I'm like oh duh damn it he really knows how to like put people on their heels in a very like calm way where if someone's coming at you or if someone's being like a little dick to you like he knows exactly what to say that's not an attack 
thing. It's like a, it's almost like a uh, sarcastic jab. I don't know, but he, it's like hard to. Exp- I'm trying to think of an example. Um, you kind of agree. You're you you're actually agreeable in a sarcastic way. And especially, I guess the the context is like the situation we were talking about is basically like when someone comes to you with a complaint about their life or they want, they're like bitching or venting to you about something, just don't, don't tell them what they should do. (laughs) Just (laughs) especially if it's reoccurring, just like go with it. Just be like, yeah, sounds like you're doing, yeah, you should keep doing that. Yeah. Just keep, just keep, you know, and cause I think what I've experienced is I want to go in help mode. I want to, I want to help the person. I want them to, you know, feel better about their situation, whatever. And so I come up with ideas and tactics and strategies and I share that with them. And then all they, they then they just like shut down cause they don't want to do it. They don't want to hear it. They know, they probably know it's true, but they just, it coming from me, it's probably not. So you just kind of listen and agree and just go, yeah, yeah keep it moving but if you kind of see it with sarcasm you might get a sense like you know they probably don't really think that so anyways uh suspicious aggressive were the last ones cool I'm a cancer I never liked that zodiac sign growing up oh my god it's cancer season I didn't even mention that in the beginning it's July well it's been cancer season um I don't know it's like mid-June it starts but oh I didn't like the cancer zodiac label for myself or whatever because I was like cancer but all right that's it that's the episode episode 345 uh started out what did I start the episode off with oh yeah it's it's it's, I'm starting to feel the 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 crunch come back the crunch is the content the content creator crunch is that what I called it the content creator crunch it's coming back in full force. I'm wrapping up the episode. I'm looking at the clock. I'm going, holy shit. Got a lot of travel ahead. I got a lot, a lot of stuff planned and I got to pump out some, some, some content. So, um, it's wild. Like I really identify as a content creator now. Why am I not ending the episode? Like I, I really feel like I'm finding my stride with it. And it's like the third year, right? This is year three of my podcast. And um, it's cra- It's just crazy. I still love doing it. Oh, fuck. I love podcasting. I love you. Thanks for being here. Time to edit, post, content create. Post, post, post. Uh, shoot another Patreon episode. Edit the, edit the vlog. Record more content this weekend for the next vlog it's a it's a it's a fucking being a full-time corporate girly by day and a podcast host also by day (laughs) like bitch no wonder you're so tired all the time like fuck the eight eight hours of sleep you got too much going on on your plate like um it's like self-inflicted though it's like I but it's also like I think a lot of entrepreneurs have this um not to say that I'm an I have a, I think an entrepreneurial spirit, but I, I forget where I heard this, but it's as if you're possessed and you have to get this thing done. You, you're like, I can't stop. I, I'm moving forward and I can't stop because I have to get this done. If I don't get this done, I will be miserable and I will 
die like you literally feel that way like it's a obsession it's a possess it's like you're possessed and I'm so committed to podcasting to the point where like it's all I fucking care about and all I want to do so that's where I'm at and I want to trade it for anything and I think that's when you know you found your passion you're just like I'm in it it's a it's a lot but it's fun as fuck and um yeah all right Uh, gotta go (laughs) i just saw a butterfly how cute okay um are monarch butterflies like going extinct did you guys hear about that like um someone out there just just after i just did that just fucking send shoot me a little dm please if you're a psychiatrist or something just send a little like yeah hun you got the uh adhd hardcore the adult undiagnosed ADHD, the female adult female undiagnosed upper 20s adhd like i just know like i don't know if it's just the podcast but like when i'm when i'm recording i'm like holy fuck it's like topic to topic run on sentence zip zapping around like thinking five things at once noticing things outside referencing them but also staying on the story at the same time like holy shit like i just saw a monarch butterfly and it reminded me that there's not enough milk thistle being planted or enough milk thistle for them to eat or pollinate or whatever and they're like dying off and there's like not enough uh, the monarch butterflies are they're going away so um cool all right that's the podcast thanks for being here thanks for tuning in please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now i'm on apple spotify youtube breaker stitcher google podcast wherever you listen to podcasts follow me subscribe to the podcast there and leave a review head over to the spotify app right now and hit that five star review button helps me out helps podcast uh get found by other people helps people learn about the show especially if you write a review on the apple podcast app you're welcome to do that leave a review of my show a five-star review if you haven't already thank you if you have but it's your homework five-star review my podcast and finally head over to patreon.com slash tjms and become a patron and sign up for my exclusive content it's two bonus podcasts and one vlog a month over at patreon.com slash tjms go sign up it's five dollars okay five dollars for a lot of uh it's like (laughs) i'm kind of on this teeter-totter right now and i'll be honest because i'm like new to patreon and i'm like new to making content for it I'm like, how graphic is it going to get? I want it to be like, in this last vlog, you'll see if you sign up today. It's like, it's it's raw. It's very like juicy and raw. And like, um, I feel like you see me on Instagram stories. You see me, you hear me on my podcast or you watch it on YouTube or whatever. But then you go to the Patreon and it's like, that's when you really get to see how I am because i literally film everything from like every angle from all it's just like yeah um am i overselling am i being a am i overselling my patreon right now patreon.com slash tjms sign up today it's five dollars love you thanks for being here and i'll talk to you next week bye
you choking's overdue uh, Come at me and you won't get any older, dude Crack your hold or two uh, Heating up inside of me, blood so violently Thanks for trying me right. Now it's finally time to see How this rivalry becomes a dynasty